0: Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Wealthy Sisters Radio, the show that promotes positive people. Tune in live on Mondays at 12 noon Eastern, or listen live and 24 seven at www.wealthysistersradio.com. We know you will be inspired, empowered, and informed by the incredible women featured. And now it's showtime. Ladies and gentlemen, our host, entrepreneur, author, speaker, Deborah Hardness.
1: Well,
2: hello, good afternoon, good morning, good evening, wherever you are in whatever time of day that you're tuning in to our show today. Welcome to Wealthy Sisters Radio. It's sponsored by Wealthy Sisters Media Group, and you can visit us for all your branding and publishing needs. At wealthy, wealthy excuse me, www.WealthySistersMedia.com. That's wealthy sisters, S-I-S-T-A-S Media.com. Wealthy Sisters Radio is where we proudly promote positive people, and our purpose is twofold. First, we love to provide you with inspiration and encouragement and that practical knowledge that you can apply to your life and business right now to have that positive impact. And second, we must provide that platform to edify, promote, acknowledge, and say thank you to the sisters for doing big things. I'm Deborah Hartnett, your host, broadcasting live on the worldwide Blog. Talk Network, and today is another awesome Monday, January 20th, 2014, it's my birthday week, yes. I'm so excited, so grateful to see another year. I mean, there were so many years that I pretended that my birthday didn't matter, but guess what? It really does, and I know you feel the same way about yours as well. You know, truly, it's really personal to me. My mother uh, passed away at 50 years old, um, three days before her 51st birthday, and that was two weeks with um right after her sister passed away at age 48 and my oldest sister passed away at 49 a few years ago. So, you know, trust me, I don't take it for granted anymore. I truly, truly love to celebrate this time and I'm just so grateful that I'm still here to celebrate and to have the opportunity to accomplish the many, many, many desires and goals on my list and an opportunity to come, to become better, to, to give more, to do and to be more. So thank you, God. Thank you so much for another year. Well, you know what, we are here every week at the same time, Monday, 12 noon Eastern, so thank you so much for spreading the word, and today is our very special show today. We are honoring, as we do every year, Dr. Martin Luther King, Jr. His birthday, as we all know, was last week, uh, January 15th, and uh, he would have been 85 years old today. Wow, that's incredible when I think about it because he accomplished so much in his lifetime. And, you know, as I often mention on the show, and even last year, I think about with our, our special Martin Luther King show, um, our guest was Elizabeth Omalami. She is a phenomenal actress, but she's also um, Reverend Hosea Williams' daughter, and she's leading the Hosea Williams Feed the Hunger campaign and all the things. She's just taking that just to a whole nother level. And she mentioned last year as we talked about how young Dr. King and Reverend Hosea and Reverend Abernathy and all the so many leaders like um, Andrew Young and so many, uh, John Lewis, Representative John Lewis, so many, how young they were. You know, it just really speaks to what we can do and just, you know, hopefully uh, speaking to the young people today. I mean, it's just amazing when we think about it. And as we all know, you know, Dr. King spoke on so many things, and and his his major message that we see promoted was about um, racial inequality, but his message was often often you know about the the economic disparities. Of all, you know um, the economic inequality. So there, there's a good article that I read um, today that sheds light on that fact. That's written by Barry Carter on NJ.com, and it talks about it. You, you should check it out. You know, it's a it's a really good you know segue into what our show is talking about today. But the article is titled "Martin Luther King's Message of Economic Inequality." Uh, excuse me, economic equality is often missing. So. So today, you know, we really want to take the time to honor Dr. King and to talk about, you know, what we feel as creating economic equality, the new civil rights movement. And we're going to do that with our very special guest, uh, Douglas Aze. I'm telling you, he is a phenomenal gentleman. He is the author of Creating Generational Wealth what the super wealthy know that you need to know. And when I tell you, he's he is not someone that's just speaking fluff. He's documented. He's living it. He has the proof that's in the pudding. He's, he's just a phenomenal person, a philanthropist. Uh, he has been really over 18, almost 20 years. Experience in the financial services industry, so we know um, that industry itself is, is is very large, and he's done extremely well in that industry. So I'm just so excited about this show. We recorded it yesterday, pre-recorded the the interview yesterday. So when I tell you, you're going to be thrilled to get it, go ahead right now. You know what to do. You want to call everybody, text them, Facebook them, tweet them, tell them to dial 347-838-9278. That's 347-838-9278 right now so that they can catch this show. If you missed the first half of it, you're maybe you are working today or you got to go, you got to run an errand, you can download this show and all our other great shows at WealthySisters, S-I-S-T-A-S, radio.com, and you can find us right there on iTunes. Yes, this technology is awesome. We're available on iTunes. Go to iTunes right now. iTunes, put in Wealthy Sisters. Come up and subscribe to us, and you can get our great shows right there to your smart devices. Every week, you know, it's just incredible. And remember, just go right now, find us on Facebook and Twitter, follow us there, so that you can stay in the loop of the dynamic shows that we provide, the rich content that we offer every week. So, thank you so much for tuning in uh, to our show today. It is a very special segment, and we're going to go straight to the interview with our guest, Douglas Aze, author of Creating Generational Wealth. What the super wealthy know that you need to know. And we're pulling it up for you in a hot second here. Just had a little technical difficulty, and we've got it now for you. Thank you for tuning in to Wealthy Sisters Radio. Well, as we promised, we have none other than author, speaker, teacher, philanthropist, I mean, just an extraordinary gentleman on the line, Mr. Douglas Azay. I want to welcome you to Wealthy Sisters on our special MLK Day uh, celebration. How are you, Douglas?
1: I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me on your show. You know, I'm, I'm excited to be here.
2: Yes, yes. You know, it's just a privilege um, knowing you. You're not a stranger to our family here at Wealthy Sisters. Uh, You've been a supporter of us, and, and you've been on our show. You've also participated in our conferences as sponsors. Uh, as well you and your lovely wife and and we're excited we're going to talk about you'll be teaching uh you and your wife at the winter summit this year too so in march so we're just we're just very very excited to have you on the show and like I always say anytime we are able to associate with good people who are doing some positive things and living those examples we we just consider it a privilege to have you here
1: well thank you so much I- Totally
2: appreciate that. I appreciate that. Yeah. Yes. Well, you know, I know we we really when we've had you on the show before, we've talked a lot about um, strategies of, of wealth as well, but we've never really got into deep details as to what we will today uh, because, as I said, I introduce you as an author. You have a new book that's out, and we're going to be talking about that as well. But I don't think we've ever had the opportunity to just really share with our audience your story, and which is such an incredible story, Um, As we look at the whole civil rights movement today and we look at what's taking place with immigration and we look at all of those things, what if you tell your story as to actually how you actually came to the United States and what made you come here and and what you've been able to to do since you've been here?
1: Wow. Well, thank you so much. Well, you know, my story started when I was... um, 17 years old, um, graduating from high school, saw my brothers and sisters go through university, and you know, in Nigeria, sometimes the universities will go on strike, and people mm-hmm. be, you know, the, the students will be home for months and months, you know, so I, I, I kind of, because I'm the youngest out of four, so I had to go, sit, you know, sell my dad the dream, told him, listen, I need to get out of this country, and, you know, they didn't, he didn't want to do it at first, but I think that was the first time I realized, man, you know, I had to sell him the dream, you know, so he could see my vision. And <laughs> um, he finally agreed and send me abroad. But I went to Canada first, lived there for a while, but, you know, still knew my destination is the United States of America because that's where the land of opportunity is. And um, at 23, I decided to embark back and um, get out of Canada and coming to America. And I did at 24. A good friend of mine introduced me to a job at an IHOP. I was waiting table there, you know, a twenty four years old wedding table and when somebody introduced me, gave me a business card just like, you know, um most people do and asked me if I was in, interested in coming to a, an interview. And I went and met this young lady at her office and um and we went then we did um went to a seminar that they did that evening and I saw the young, you know, black men and women making Six-figure income, because as soon as I got to that building, I saw Mercedes-Benzes, BMWs. I'm like, wow. And I saw these guys making six-figure income, and um, it was the insurance business. And I was like, wow. You know, they were showing people how to um, save for college planning. And um, that's how I got involved in that. You know, I was with them for a while, and then later on, I decided, you know what, I think I need to move on, and I left that company, went with other companies, worked with different companies. But I always had a question at the back of my mind as I continued to learn the business. I mean, it wasn't easy. It was very difficult, you know, but I always believed, um that if God gives you a plan and he wants you to win, you just got to follow that step. And that's what I tell my agents. I, I remember when I was um, 18 or 19, I said to God, I wanted to be a millionaire. I age 25. And he, you know, probably laughed and said, no problem, but you know what? I don't think I'm going to make you a millionaire because if I give you money, if I give you 50000 what are you going to do with it? I mean, just like people that win the lottery that don't know nothing to do, you know, don't have anything afterwards. But right. what he did give me, you know, what God gave me was the opportunity. He gave me a key, you know, um, towards that. At 24, um, the young lady that gave me her card, that was the key. So I stayed involved in the business all that years. I never, you know, looked back even though when it was tough. I stayed focused. I continued to learn, no matter what the situation was, I I kept going because mm-hmm. I saw a number of folks and I said to myself, if they can make $100,000 a year, there's no reason on earth. I shouldn't be able to make it if I follow their system. So
0: mm-hmm. that's what I
1: did and just stayed, and I've been doing it since, you know, 18 years later. Now, as God will have it, we have about six offices all over the country, over 600 reps, you know, in the business and um, constantly growing, constantly learning. And um, and today I'm writing a book. You know, I wrote a book on creating generational wealth, and um, it's just phenomenal. It's all God, you know.
2: Yeah, you know, and and it's an incredible story. Like I said, we hear a lot about people seeing America or or the United States as the land of opportunity, and I know you uh, definitely um, remember and have heard a lot about um, the civil rights movement, as as we've entitled today's show, you know, is creating economic equality, and that is the new civil rights movement. And so because, you know, as we know, right before Dr. King uh, was assassinated, that is really what a lot of his speeches were about, the economic uh, empowerment, And, you know, of course, he was there in Memphis uh, with the sanitation workers going to, to speak on their behalf as well. So can you share with uh, our audience today, you know, why it's so important for us to celebrate Dr. Martin Luther King and, and what he meant to you as um, a Nigerian citizen coming to the United States and living here as well now as uh, a citizen?
1: Yeah, definitely. You know, one thing I always say, um, Dr. Martin Luther King. I mean, that's a phenomenal and amazing man that did everything he can in his power to make black people do better, to help them do better. And uh, you know, of course, when when I was born, I didn't really know too much about the civil rights movement as a as a young kid, because you know I was born in the 70s, you know. Um, but as I got older you know and start studying um, the history of what you know the our uh, black people have gone through you start seeing mm-hmm. all the great folks that have made things happen and coming mm-hmm. to america you know you see an opportunity here that is available to everyone but of course you know america is a country where you know if you just don't know and you choose to stay in the dark you always mm-hmm. remain the way you are you know, mm-hmm. and as God will bless me to get into the financial service business, as I continue to learn, my way of giving back was going to working with different, you know, uh, uh, communities, especially the, you know, the the poor communities going in there, educating folks, because I believe everyone wants to do better. The only problem mm-hmm. is no one is teaching them the way to do it. And, right. you, find, you know, you, you see a lot of, companies that preach, you know, generational wealth, or they talk about wealth, but they take advantage, especially our people, they take advantage of us because we want to learn, but nobody's really, really helping. They don't want you to put money here, put money there. You know, and that's one thing when I got into this business, one thing that excited me about the financial service industry was nobody asked me to put out any money. And right. uh, that was an exciting thing because, you know, I'm broke. I'm trying to survive. You know, I don't have 1000 or $2,000 to invest in anything. I need mean, if you believe in your business and you believe I could make this kind of money, well, give me an opportunity to show myself. And that's one thing I tell people. I say, you know what, you know, and that's one thing a guy told me a long time ago. He said, you know, if you're going to be in an industry, you know, the financial service industry is the only industry in America that controls 75% of the wealth in the country to the bank and stay mm-hmm. focus with it, you know. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that's something I've, I've seen because a lot of times when you come into a situation that you're trying to help people, just because, you know, because I, I found out real quick there's so much information out here in the, in, in, out here in the, in the world, especially here in America because everything is public. You know, you could find right. out about a lot of people if you really want to find out about them. You could find out how to make money if you really want to learn. But the key is, a lot of times, we don't take the time to study those people. And um, I know, you know, everything that Dr. Martin Luther King fought for, you know, everything he did. Today, if he comes back and looks at America and looks at, you know, where our black people are, he's going to say, man, you know, we have so many rich black people, we have so many poor black people, but at right. the same time, they are not taking advantage of everything that he's put out, everything that he's all the the, the sacrifice for, and not just him, a lot of people has put out right and instead we fight against each other, fight amongst each other, you know, and we don't support one another and that's a big problem you know and until we start fixing those problems, we will start doing better
2: right. Right, right, and what, you know we talk about, you know, a lot of times um, when we realize wealth, and and because I I really want to get your definition of what you mean by generational wealth, because you, you know you 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 said there are a lot of companies out here that that um, speak that that say oh we're, you know we we're wealthy or we're teaching you how to create it or we're teaching um, people how to get rich or whatever, and a lot of times um, people are looking for something that's going to happen fast or they want it to, to be quickly, but, you know, wealth is always associated often just with um, material items, but, you know, here on our show with Wealthy Sisters Media Group and Wealthy Sisters Radio, we talk about the holistic point from our mind, uh, from our health, and uh, definitely uh, financially, but it's it's a, it's something that begins from within, but can you can you share a little bit with us about, you know, what that word creating, those words creating generational wealth means to you and how you would see Dr. King viewing that today?
1: Well, you know, when um, one of the reasons why I decided to write this book was mm-hmm. whenever I do a seminar at a church, at a local church or, you know, somewhere, and mm-hmm. I see the folks, and they, they come up to me, and they say, wow, Douglas, thank you so much
0: for mm-hmm. the information we
1: shared. And they just appreciate all the people, you know, mm-hmm. 55, mm-hmm. 60, young folks come up and say, man, you, no one has ever broken down financial the way you just did. So I kept saying to myself, man, you know, I need to just put something in writing so I could reach a lot more people. You know, one thing I always tell people about wealth and rich, because we have a lot of rich people. But we don't have a lot of wealthy people. Now, right. There's there's a lot of great folks that have made good money, but the problem is just like me coming from Africa, in Nigeria especially, we have a lot of folks that are very, very well to do, but when they die and they pass on, they don't, you know, the money that they have is what it is. And in mm-hmm. five, ten years, it, the money is over. I mean, it's finished. They, there's no generational world created, and there their children are struggling. But here mm-hmm. in America, you see the same guy that has the same amount of money. When he passes away, his money start, it actually quadruples. Yeah. Know, and he's controlling it from the grave. And yeah. Though, you know, so I started doing my research. I'm like, you know what, let me see what these people are doing differently. Because you hear names like, you know, Rockefellers, Kennedy, right. Johnson right. & Johnson you know, Walt Disney, uh, Walmart, you know, I kept saying, how do they keep their money? You know, I mean, their business owners, just like you and I, we're business owners, you know, what are they doing differently? How do they build this money that their children are still benefiting from the business 50 years after they've gone? So I started researching them, and I started realizing, man, they do stuff very, very different from everyone else, and as mm-hmm. I continued to learn in the financial service business, I started aligning myself with guys in the business that are very successful, that are doing very well. I started learning one of the things that they do and the information mm-hmm. that they've given me. And when I started doing the same thing, they started, they were teaching me, and I started teaching that to some of my clients. First of all, my income changed, you know, way much because... People, I I started making the same amount of money that those guys are making, and I said, "Wow, these guys, this is what they do." So what I decided to do was put everything in this book, you know, creating generational wealth, what the super wealthy know that you need to know. And why did I do that? Because all the information, as I gathered them, was scattered everywhere, and Mm -hmm. you know, you might meet somebody, might do one thing for you, and then somebody else do something else, and or they don't even do anything at all. And um, mm-hmm. so I decided to put everything inside the book to teach middle-income America that's trying to do better and, you know, the, the, the minority groups that are trying to do better because nobody wants to suffer. I mean, I haven't found anybody that told me the reason they work their full-time job is because they want to be poor. I've never heard exactly. like that before. <laughs> you know, <laughs> no matter how anybody <laughs> looks at money, at the end of right. the day, people work nine to five because they want to do better. But the problem right. is when they listen to the news, they listen to all these so-called experts, you know, especially some guys on the radio or on TV that you call an expert, and he's telling you, oh, yeah, do the same thing, do this stuff. My question is if all those things were working, why do mm-hmm. I have 60-year-old person coming into my office crying that they lost all their money in a 401k plan that somebody set them up with? Or they, mm-hmm. they or They're 401K, they're running out of money. Or, you know, you, you find families when somebody dies and he leaves properties for their children and the children fight over it or they sell it because they don't even understand the value of the land that they just sold. They might mm. land as, what, millions and millions of dollars. They might sell it for, like, 200000 just because they couldn't pay the taxes on it. So those things started bothering me. I said, man, you know what, I need to put some information in a book. At least I could reach the masses if people are willing to learn. I'm not telling you you're going to get rich quick because this is not the situation. But all I'm saying is, at least now you know better. If you know better, you could do better.
2: Do better. Yes, right. absolutely. It sounds like we have a, just a little interference. I don't know if you walked in front of something to, to, that might be interfering with your phone there, but um, exactly. Go, didn't mean to interrupt you, but go ahead and, and continue there. What you were saying for yeah, we'll your definition. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So and uh, so, what I decided to do in the book was say show you how you could start with your business first. You know, mm-hmm. and that's something else I talk about. You know, we as individuals, as families, we don't look at our family as a business. See the wealthy, they look at their family as a business. And let me explain that. You know, Please. we have we have bills, we have income. Just like a business does. If you, you right. know, Deborah, you're a business owner, you your business brings in an income, your business has bills that you write off. Well, same thing with a family. You have bills, you have income, you have you know, mortgage and rent or whatever that you pay, well, those are, those are things that are coming out that businesses have as well. So what I tell people to do, you know, there's a structure. The the husband for married couple is the president. The wife is the vice president. The children are the employees. Guess what the wealthy do? They say, you know what, how can we grow the family wealth? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. they pick the advisors carefully. They don't, they don't go to just anybody to do their taxes. They find the right CPA to help them do the taxes for them. And then they find the right attorney to set up a, a, a trust or a will, depending on their fi- financial situation, which is something that a lot of folks don't. Have, I man, there's so many business owners, you'll be surprised, especially even those ones that make the noise that they're making all this money, some of them don't even have a regular will in place. And, you know, what I tell people, the first thing you got to know about the law of the land, you got to know who is the mafia. Well, you know, the taxes that you pay, the IRS, the federal government, they're collecting from you. When you're working, when you die, they collect from you. The question yeah. is, do you know how to pay the same amount of taxes that Mitt Romney paid, that Warren Buffett paid? Don't get upset at those guys because they're using the tax laws to benefit them. Learn what they're doing. The rules is already set. The question is, who are you getting your advice from? mm. You know, mm-hmm. and a lot of folks. Mm-hmm. So I say treat your family as a business. Get the right advisor in, in place. Get the right um, CPA in place. Get the right attorney in place. In that way, you could plan better. You know, there's mm-hmm. so many families that start, that they they, they don't have enough insurance. And the the one that kills me sometimes, too, is a, a, a husband or someone might say, oh, I don't want to leave my wife rich with insurance. You can never, ever. Let me let me repeat that, folks. You can never, ever leave anybody rich with insurance. Let me break that down. You know, if you have somebody making $100,000 a year, the maximum insurance policy the companies are going to give you without going through financial documents and everything, is either 10 times your income or maximum 20 times your income. If you want to get more, they're going to have to look into a lot more. So if you have $2 million, if you do... That ain't gonna last, especially if a person is making hundred. he's him and his wife is already comfortable with a hundred thousand a year. Two million right. dollars will only last for twenty years, and it's down. twenty
2: years, right? Twenty
1: years. So you can never leave that person. And most people don't even understand that. At the end of the day, when we go as the man of the house, when we die, guess what? Now our wife has to now start. Especially those men that like to do the the. the the lawnmower, they wanna loan the more, the the lawn themselves, they wanna do the all the electric work. Well when you pass away, your wife now Poots has to do pay it. somebody to do those yeah. things. Well it yeah. costs money. Mm-hmm. And you really surprised how many business owners that say they make all this money and they suck their money away in stocks and real estate and when the economy crashes they lose all the money and they barely have enough life insurance on them. Mm. Mm-mm-mm.
2: This is, if you have just tuned in, you're listening to our very special MLK Day, uh, serv- I almost said service, I'm so used to being <laughs> in charge the service, A oh, special, uh, show today. And we're talking about creating economic equality, the new civil rights movement, which is creating that generational wealth. And our very special guest today is Douglas Aze. He is a philanthropist, uh, uh, oh, oh, businessman, uh, as you can hear, and just, just an a all right, upstanding gentleman who's written this phenomenal book that's talking about, and the title of it is Creating Generational Wealth, What the Super Wealthy Know That You Need to Know. And so we're, we're talking about this because as we believe, you know, it's all about our economics Today We have more, we can do more, we can help our communities. There are things that we need that we don't have to rely on others to do if we're able to create that wealth and begin. And, and one of the things I like what you say in the book, Douglas, you say you keep it realistic. This is not something that um, we're, you're preaching for someone that they're going to make something happen overnight. But you said you might not even expect Experience the wealth in your lifetime, which is like you mentioned. A lot of people that we see in history who have passed away. Once they pass on, that's when their incomes quadruple. You know, but you said it's 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 information that you can begin teaching your children. So that this information can be shared through generations on down, and and I just I just want to share with everybody. I want them to go to Amazon.com. You can get it on Kindle. You can download the book there. You can also go to his website, and it's CreatingGenerationalWealth.com. Is that it? Uh, no, that uh, was given creating, the website?
1: Yeah, CreatingGenerationalWealth.info for so information. That info. info.
2: Okay. Info.info yeah. because info. you're getting information. That's right. Creating Generational okay. Wealth. Info because you're getting information there. I mean, some powerful information. We know the slogan. We we've heard the phrase. Information is powerful. Knowledge is powerful. But we all really know that it's applied information. So, but let let's talk a little bit more about this book. Um, I'm just going to just tell you right now. These are the titles, and you just you just. The audience, you just take it for yourself. I mean, the world of personal finance, he deals with that. In Chapter 2, he talks about the wealth gap because we have to be able to explain the dynamics there, and you do a phenomenal job with that. Um, protecting your assets, that chapter will absolutely blow you away. Um, you you kind of said that here just a moment ago when you were talking about the gentleman who said, I don't want to leave my wife <laughs> rich or what have you. Estate planning Oh my gosh! If you have, if you only you said seventy five thousand uh, or more in, in net worth, that's including your real estate and all of that, you definitely need to have some estate planning. Owning a business why you need to have a business, owning real estate, your wealth legacy, life insurance, the key to building, your family wealth legacy, Chapter 9, Creating Generational Wealth with the Right Policies, and then you actually share some stories of David's stories, Chapter 11, David and Lisa, and then the conversation with the author. So let's, let's talk a little bit more about this book, and uh, if you, if, because we don't want to give it all away for sure, but I want people to know, uh, why they need to have this book and why you need to purchase this book right now today and give it to others as we celebrate Martin Luther King's Day as well. Go ahead, Douglas.
1: <laughs> well, you know, everyone. I, I remember when I, I was writing the book, and I'll tell you, I'll tell people the title of the book. Everyone would say, "Oh man, you know, please, you know, I, I want to get a, I want to be the first person in line when the book come out." Mm-hmm. And you know, the book is out. But people are still, you know, they might like it on Facebook and this stuff. Right. And I'm like, this is the book. Stop liking it. Get the information and learn this stuff. Yes. This not, yes. You know what I? I mean, I have I have people that are buying the book and I appreciate those folks that are using taking the opportunity to do it. But man, right. the information I put in this book, I mean, you gonna go if you sit down with an advisor to tell you the things I put in in twenty dollars, they are gonna charge yeah. you thousands of dollars. Yes. Yeah. And they're not going to
2: tell you all in one time. a person could get your book and they could read this book right now, and you talk about collapsing time frames. they can learn so much more so much faster I mean as like you said, going to a personal uh finance coach or going to first of all it's it's a lot of people out there that that are claiming to be these coaches, but they, they don't have that documentation with that as well. <laughs> so uh, the information I mean, I, you put you know, in this booklet is, is you didn't have to share these stories. You really didn't. You could have kept this to yourself like so yeah, many people I mean,
1: do. I, I, I could have, you know, but you know what? At the end of the day, the more you give, I believe, you know, and in the book, I mean, I'm teaching advisors. I mean, I have people that don't know that don't even in my company that are calling mm-hmm. me and saying, thank you for the book. Thank you for writing this stuff out. They're using this to meet with clients, and the clients are loving the book and able to do business with those clients. You know, at the end of the day, folks, it's all about, I mean, I know I'm going to be fine. I don't, you don't make a difference. I'm going to be all right. I'm good. You know, I don't have no bills, no debt, none of that stuff. You know, I've used the stuff inside this book to start a medical clinic for my wife. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, all I have is a high school diploma from Africa. A lot of the stuff I'm learning is from, Being in this country, understanding the system and taking the time to learn what the wealthy people do. You know, I make six-figure income at age 30, you know, and today I make a whole lot. But you know what? At the end of the day, I want to share information with people because I want you to do better. Because if we all can do better, then we're not going to be hitting on other people. You know, I see all these great football players that we have, basketball players that are doing well, they make good money, but then they're broke after they come out of the league. There right. A few of them actually plan better because they, have a, they had a better mentor or somebody to help them and guide them. No one is sitting down and showing folks the key important things that they could be doing to help them do a lot more than they're doing.
0: Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm.
1: the book will help you understand one. I, you know, I share a story inside the book about a, one of my clients that started some, because, you know, there's so many myths out there. You know, you hear some people on the TV or whatever they call themselves tell you, oh, don't buy life insurance on children. You don't need insurance on kids. Why should you buy insurance on children? And right. I look at that person that says that, I'm like, man, dumb, dumb, dumb. Why wouldn't you buy insurance on a child? The wealthy, they're not looking to kill their children. Nobody, no woman would carry a child for nine months and say, I want to kill my child. It don't work that way. The world right. buy insurance on children because it's so cheap. It's inexpensive on the child. And so right. it's a way to set them up to, do, to be better. You all heard Mitch Romney on the TV when he was running for election and everybody was laughing when the right. student asked him, oh, you know, how can I get um, start a business? And everyone was laughing because he said, go ask your parents for the money. Of don't. course you're going to laugh because the parents don't have no money. Right. (laughs) Mitch Romney was just, he thought he was with all his other wealthy people talking to them. Because guess what they do? They start with their children and they Mm -hmm. put life insurance on their child. When the child gets old enough to start a business, they take money out of the insurance box to to give them to start a business.
2: Well, that's that's the that's the key there. when when you one of those wealth strategies that you bring out in the book um, about how insurance is used, and you did mention earlier at the top of the show that seventy five percent of everything, <laughs> the wealth in this country, you say is is from that industry of insurance.
1: Yeah, it's controlled by the insurance companies. I tell you, uh-huh. insurance companies have more money than the mm-hmm. federal government. When I started doing my research about insurance companies, I realized, man, these companies got money. Mm-hmm. Now, you all think mm-hmm. about it for a minute. There's like three different departments there's health insurance, there's car insurance department, and then there's life insurance. It mm-hmm. was just the health insurance department that fought with President Obama on Obamacare. And guess right. what? They still got everything they wanted and gave Obama, uh, President Obama a little bit, but they still mm-hmm. won. If all three of them had put their money together, President Obama wouldn't have gotten anything passed, no bill passed on health care reform. Folks mm. understand this. Insurance companies have been around since the 1700s. They've been collecting money before the federal government created IRS, Entire Revenue Service. Entire Revenue Service was created in 19, 10 years mm. later. In 1923, the country went into the Great Depression. They didn't have no money. Mm-hmm. Insurance mm-hmm. companies came and bailed out the country They wrote the check to bail out America That's why a lot of you are still here today If not, mm-hmm. we will be somewhere in some other country And we wouldn't be the superpower of what we are today So if yeah. you want to understand something, understand mm-hmm. it Don't listen to all the so-called jokers that tell you no, Don't do this, do that Do. Ask them how much money you got hmm
2: hmm mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you, you, you've just got my mind spinning here because when you talked about um, the insurance industry, you know, bailing the country out in the Great Depression and all of that, I wanna, I wanna go back to um, an example in the book that you talked about as well, but um, I lost my thought. It'll come back to me with um, with the creating the wealth um, with children and insurance. It'll come back to me. But um, the example that you used in the booklet, you know, oh, oh, oh I know what I was going to say. Okay, we're talking about how wealthy the insurance industry is and how, I mean, just how powerful it is. Speak to that myth. Speak to that person that says that's why I don't want to give them my money. I give them enough money. How is that going to help make me wealthy when I'm just making them wealthy? Can, can you speak to that person that's just saying that? Because you know, you know, that's what you hear people say. They got enough money. Why would I buy insurance or why would? How is that creating wealth and in 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 or creating generational wealth? Can you speak to that well, person? Well, yeah, None.
1: definitely. What I tell people is this. I say, first of all, we have so many people that have mm-hmm. money in a savings account in a bank. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. The question mm-hmm. I always mm-hmm. ask my clients that's putting away, and I've seen clients that want to they put away 200000 in one bank, they put another 300000 because they want to split their money up so that if the bank goes bankrupt, they don't have to lose all their money. And right. then I ask them a question. I say, how much interest rate are you earning in that bank? Right. Oh, then their face drop. They get upset because they know they ain't earning that much interest. And then I ask them, I say, is that money protected? You know, if I sue you right now, I could put a lien and go get that money. They're like, what? Right. You get? I say, yeah. And then I've seen some people that the, they owe the IRS money because I'm not saying they have a, a your business owner. You go to your uncle or your neighbor to do your taxes. I don't have any tax just because, I mean, well, the IRS is stopped that today, but a lot of them, they go you, go, you get your uncle to do your taxes because it's getting you back four or $5,000 and you keep telling the IRS you don't have no money, then when they audit you and they go into your account and they garnish your wage and they take the money out of your account, you get upset. Why? And you start crying. Well, insurance policies. I don't have a savings account in the bank. All my money, 80% of my money is inside insurance policy. The other 10 15% is in in, in the stock market, and then the other 5% is in real estate. But Mm -hmm. see how I broke it down. 80% Mm -hmm. is inside insurance. Why? Because I get a better rate of return on my insurance policy, Mm -hmm. and my money is protected. It's tax-deferred. I don't pay no taxes while the interest rate is growing. When I need Mm. to take money out, I take it out tax-free. If somebody should Mm. sue me, they can't touch a dollar in my policy. Mm. Credit approved. Mm -hmm. I don't have to show any credit check or nothing to pull money out of my account. If I need money from it, yes, I borrow money from my insurance policy. That's another thing you hear. Oh, why should you borrow money from it? Why not? You borrow money from the bank, how much right. are you taking of the bank? I said right. in the book, I opened up a, a medical clinic for my wife. Guess what? I went to the bank to get a loan. They said no. They didn't right. give me no money. They didn't give How many
2: people
1: have, mm. <laughs> have a dream to start a business, and they need money to start a business, and they go to the bank and the bank turned them down? Mm-hmm. If I didn't have mm-hmm. my money in my insurance policy, guess what? I wouldn't have been able to start a medical clinic so what I did, I loaned the clinic money. Now the mm. clinic is paying me back at my own interest rate. Mm. And I'm my mm. own personal bank, folks. All I'm trying to say to you is, everything that I'm sharing has been around for over fifty years. Ain't nothing new. But you're mm. gonna hear people tell you, "Oh, you know, don't do that. Don't do." Man, look at them and ask them how much money you really you make it. How much you got? Show me what you have. Right. Let me see you know, and then listen to them if that's the way you wanna go. But folks understand this. Information is power. You but you gotta apply the information too. And make right. sure that you doing the right and do your own research.
2: And don't believe that, you know, what you see on mainstream is 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 what <laughs> is really going on. It's, it's you know, it's it's this information that we're talking about here is not something that you hear about in schools. It's not something that you hear about on all of the networks, the money talk shows, none of that. You don't hear anybody saying this. I mean, it's just just unheard of. When you read this book, Oh my gosh! And you talk about you know when someone passed away and and the difference you know between the trust and the will. And yes, you see you see Susie Orman. She's out there and she has set the the pace. You know she talks a lot about it and has helped people understand, understand um, some of those things there as well. Um, but you don't you know that's one person. You know you don't you don't see you don't see a lot of this and and the, and the information that you share about you know creating that. Um, that 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 legacy there, you know, with the, the, the life insurance piece for your children, helping them to start the business and, and going to college. I mean, why on earth would we, and you can even talk about other things in the book for them to begin looking at parents, you know, parents begin looking at ways that they can Get get loans, the good loans for uh, their students going to college as well. So it's it's just this book is just packed with so much information. But I wanted to, you to kind of hit on a bit and just kind of want to talk about this briefly to support you know what you're saying. I mean you're obviously living it, and and it's like I said it's it's proof in the pudding there. But Man, when you talked about the insurance industry bailing out the whole country in the depression, there it all. It also helped. It also helped one of the great um, stores that we see today, J.C. Penney. You talked about. Can you share a little bit about what he did, J.C. Well, Penney?
1: Well, you know, J.C. name stands for James Cash Penney. You
2: know,
1: <laughs> I mean, you know, he started his company in, in, and building his company, but in the Great Depression, 1923, the stock market crashed. I mean, everything was going down the tubes. That's why I always talk about, you know, the mm-hmm. stock market, real estate is controlled by the economy, you know, mm-hmm. and most of us experienced that two years ago or three years ago when the market crashed and everybody lost money. So many people that want to be Donald Trump, you know, the want to be um, real estate investors that came in, well, a lot of them lost a lot of money. Well, James Cash Penny almost lost everything. But guess what? Mm. He took out a three million dollar life insurance policy years before everything started. Three million dollars mm. insurance policy. Long time. That was what saved his life and saved his company. He was able to take cash out of his insurance policy. He borrowed from his insurance policy to save his company. To save Imagine his if you only had if he only had term insurance. Mm. If he only had term insurance which is some, mm. some folks push, and folks ain't no wrong with term. I sell that too. But what I try to show people is understanding the the, the kind of plan to have. If you can afford it, then do the right thing. You know, right. he took money from that policy, and that saves his company today. You know? Mm. So those are kind of little, and that's just one example. There's so many of them. And even the banks, your banks that you go bank with, Wells Fargo, Bank of America. Inside Mm -hmm. the book, I have a chart in there that I show you where a lot of these banks put a lot of their money. Get their money. You'll be be surprised. (laughs) Some of you should actually Google. Go Google what they call B-O-L-I. It's called B for boy, O for orange, L for light, I for investment, bully, bank-owned life insurance. Google that, Mm. and you're going to see the definition. And Mm. once you see what I mean, like I said, everything you need to know is already out here for you. The question mm. is, are you going to take heat to it? Mm. Mm, mm, mm,
2: mm, mm. Oh, man, this is, this is powerful. If you just tuned in here, we're live on Wealthy Sisters Radio today with our special guest, Mr. Douglas A.J. He is the author of the new book, I mean the hot book, that's entitled Creating Generational Wealth. Creating Generational Wealth, What the Super Wealthy Know That You Need to Know. I want to encourage you right now to go to his website, creatinggenerationalwealth.info as an information that we need to put our hands on right now. (laughs) <laughs> and get this booklet. You know, today uh, there are a lot of sales that are being advertised. You can get, buy a car. I heard the commercial. MLK Day special, all these specials. If you're going to be shopping today on MLK Day, this is something that you want to purchase. And and it's this book is not just a book that that was thrown together. I mean, it is. It's like an encyclopedia. There are references there. There are videos that you can refer to. I mean, it's just so much powerful, empowering information, as we said earlier. Um you know, you you couldn't this information is priceless. It really is. And so I mean I just wanna wanna thank you, Douglas, so much for even taking the time to do this, to share this because you said you don't have you didn't have to share this information, but how powerful um it is and and it's it's all aligned with what we're talking about today, that new civil rights movement in creating that economic equality. It's time out that we don't have to rely and wait and beg and wonder what's going to happen on the funding and all of that. If we can create and become our own banks and create this wealth uh, for ourselves and and for our communities and and for the world. It's not just written, as you said, um, for black people. It's written for everybody. And the focus is middle class, middle class. Uh, America, so that we can we can really change that gap you know that we see here today, so when you when you think about this book now and you you mentioned you see people on Facebook that are liking it, and <laughs> that is <laughs> I don't know what it is that's that's the thing you know people get excited, but they don't they don't take action, they don't take that next step and i and I think in their defense, you know there's a lot of people out here that's talking, there's a lot of noise. Uh, and, and social media is good. It's very good. But, you know, the, the downside of it is is it's hard to sometimes filter through the noise that's out there. So speak to the person that, you know, may be listening in, that may have seen it, hadn't purchased it, or don't really understand. You know, I don't know why they can't by now. They can hear the passion in your voice as to why you wrote this and, and the information that's in it. But speak to that person that's still on the fence about is this information really going to help them, and why should they take advantage of this information to help empower themselves and their family
1: man it's twenty dollars <laughs> you could you could get an Amazon for fourteen dollars yes, I have promotions, and I sell it for fourteen dollars yes. yeah, I mean, you can't you know, but you want to go well, you know, I don't know. Do yourself a favor. That's all I got to say. I mean, right. people are buying the book, and, you know, I, I have people buying it from Europe, you know, UK, um, Amsterdam. I mean, they're picking up the book. So at the end of the day, I've done my part. I've right. planted the seed. If it's up to you to take advantage of it, if you don't want to, that's fine. I'm going to continue to grow. Just don't mm-hmm. get upset at me. and don't get upset at my family members when we create that easy family legacy. Don't get mm-hmm. upset because I've put the information out for you to take advantage. Don't come to mm-hmm. me and say, oh, Douglas, I want to be like you. Well, I put it in the book. You know, mm-hmm. take advantage and do. You don't have. To, I'm gonna tell you, come do business with me. You know, mm-hmm. all I'm saying, take the information, how you need to set your stuff up properly, and go winning because we all mm-hmm. need to win. And if mm-hmm. we have a lot more winners, guess what? There wouldn't be a lot of haters anymore. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. let's have everybody making good money and you don't have to worry about hating on somebody else that's getting, that's getting it done. You know, Mm -hmm. that's all I Mm -hmm. have to say. So if you're still on the fence, it's all it is. I I can't help you with that situation, but the book is $14 is $9, whatever you need to download it for $9, you know, Mm -hmm. do Mm -hmm. something. But Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, I promise you one thing, my heart is in that book, you know, and what I've done, is i made it easy because, you know, for you to read it, understand it, and get your aha moment off of the book so you can mm-hmm. change your family's legacy. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Change that family legacy. Wow, that is awesome. You know, how is when you talk about family, I mean, I can only imagine, you know, your family back home in, in Nigeria. You know, what, what has been their, I guess, the greatest, Compliment, or what What has been some of the feedback that you've received from your family and your dad who is like, I don't know if I'm going to let you go to now <laughs> to see what you've been able to accomplish?
1: Well, you know, I, he came to America for the first time in mm. 2010 when I got married. And mm. um, I was able to fly him and my mom here business class. That's something that I, I, I'll teach you because I'm developing a whole program that I'm going to show people how to use life insurance to build your credit, to use life insurance to get points and miles and stuff, using other people's money. That's something else. Yeah. But you know what? Let's start basics first. But I was able to fly him into the country, you know, with my mom, business class, and fly them back around trip, you know, for a wedding when he passed he died here in America, you know, died here. Some of the Africans and some um foreigners that are here, you know when somebody dies here, how much it costs to get on the plane. They don't the yeah. airlines don't care you died. They need yeah. money. So, uh, and this is to all my African families and brothers that are here, all these people here that say, oh, I don't want insurance or whatever, but I want to be buried back say home. Say it again,
2: because, because yeah, because we, 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 we deal with that a lot. Because oh. oh. <laughs> we I all, be you hear it all the time. Our, our culture, we pitch in. We do all of that. Go yeah. ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah. You, yeah.
1: you know, people will give you $20, $50. That's what they contribute. Nobody, folks, thank God. You know, my dad didn't have insurance because, you know, he's not an American citizen, so he didn't have insurance. So guess what? Mm-hmm. I was insurance policy. I had the money to send mm-hmm. him back home, put him in a, in a in a nice coffin, take him home, I mean, and give him a great burial. He mm-hmm. was very proud of me when he was, I mean, he was able to see what I have accomplished coming to America and believing in, in the opportunity that I sold him because I believe I sold him a dream at 17. I mean, I'm the youngest out of four. And I told mm-hmm. him, that, you know, you need to send me abroad. You know, these are. He said, well, you how about your brothers? I said, well, I ain't worried about them. You know, they didn't come ask you about this stuff. Just, you know, send me. I mean, if they ask you, they send them. But I need to go. And mm-hmm. he's glad that he did. Today, mm-hmm. you know, my mom stays with me. I mean, you know, things are great. I, you know, my family, my sister, they're doing well. You know, life. At the end of the day, folks, it's all about just one person in that family to change, to make a difference. That's what Rockefeller did. You know, mm-hmm. John Rockefeller, he was the guy that changed his family's name. It wasn't his father. It wasn't his great great It was him. Mm-hmm. And he changed the family legacy. That's why you all hear that name and you know that name. You know, so it could take one person in your family to mm-hmm. make a difference. Mm-hmm. And you start with a small book. That's so for twenty dollars, you all spend that, buy Nikes and all this stuff, and you buy jerseys for your kids. You buy football. You know, you all buy all these jerseys for children, and the football players will make money off those jerseys. I, you know, I, that's another story. But mm, mm,
2: mm. <laughs> that is another story. <laughs> they don't make money. I didn't know that.
1: <laughs> that's the all part money.
2: of NFL, huh? That's okay.
1: For that, that money. Wow. So that's, that's a whole <laughs> new story right there. You know, I mean, but
2: <laughs> they don't even get a penny of residual. Don't Ooh, a, wow! They not
1: get
2: nothing, man. For their for their likeness, that is a whole other story. <laughs> that's a whole other story. Yes, yeah, yeah. So, wow. You you were saying <laughs> that that kind of hit me there. You were saying they go out and buy these jerseys. They need to buy these books. This, for, this book 7, for their children.
1: Two hundred dollars, three hundred dollars for. I will never empower your children, mm-hmm. and but, but they wouldn't, you know, and that's something I know, you know, Dr. Martin Luther King is giving us the opportunity to be able to step into places that we couldn't step into years right. ago. You
2: right. Know,
1: at the end of the day, folks, it's all about once you have some money in your pocket, you can go wherever you want to go. Folks, when I talk, right. when I speak, when I talk to people, when I train, nobody says, man, he's African or whatever. They see my money first. They right. see the kind of car I drive first, and they listen to me. But right. At the end of the day is what you got in your pocket. What is going on? How is, how is, you know, and you could change so much just by little information and just tweak it a little bit. That's all you got to do. Take the information that I've put for you and benefit from it. That's all you can do. And win, mm-hmm. and let your families win. hmm
2: Hmm. Hmm. Wow. Well, I know. Uh, you know, everybody that's listening and that they are, they they feel your passion. They feel your power. We have people that are all over the world that are tuned in, and I, I really want to encourage them to come to the Winter Summit to meet you. Uh, it's nothing like seeing you give this presentation and and really talk a, a lot more um, about the wealth concept. I know you and your lovely wife. You're speaking at our event um, Saturday, March. 29th uh, here in Virginia at Tyson's Corner, Virginia, right outside of Washington, D.C. So those of you all attuned in who are not uh, here in the area and, you know, come on, you've never been to D.C., your country's. Nation's capital. Come on, <laughs> you've got to come here. You have to have to see, you know, what your taxes are supporting here. It's, I mean, it's it's the the most powerful city in the world, and you definitely uh, want to come. It's a great event, but to have an opportunity to to meet and to to learn, And I know we've talked a little bit about some of the things that you're going to share, and I don't want to give it away, uh, I mean, but powerful, just powerful information. Can you take about a minute and just share with the audience what to expect when they come in March to to, to hear your your presentation?
1: Man, I'm, you know, because there's so much stuff on my, you know, in my head that mm-hmm. on, <laughs> on that day, you know, I'm going to show folks, you know, especially because it's going to be, we're going to have that intimate session. So right. we're going to be able to show you all how you could build your own line of credit without you depending yeah. on a bank, mm. where you could control your own money. I mean, mm. folks, because I think the ticket, well, 49 $49?
2: Yeah, you know, yeah, that was early registration. So that's passed, but it's 79 now, which is oh, wow. still. Oh, <laughs> well, you know what? It's
1: still a great deal. And those yes. are in different parts of the country. You could get your airline tickets right now, which you can get a good deal. You know? Right. I mean, you could. At the end of the day, knowledge is, there's no such thing as wasted knowledge. Right. We right. have so much to share. And there's some other powerful speakers that are gonna be in that room. You know, mm-hmm. and a lot of us are friends I mean, we're not charging Deborah to come talk. But at the end of the day it's because of our loyalty to her because she's such an awesome woman, you know, but mm-hmm. you know what she's doing at a hotel. Hotels don't care. <laughs> they need their money. Right. You know? <laughs> so <laughs> they need their money. But what I'm saying folks, I'm not trying to tell you Hey, because I know if we say, come get rich quick, um, real quick, you're going to make a million, two million. A lot of They'll, people be come. They'll be there. They'll be there. And then we mm-hmm. make you then to tell you, pay us $1,000 to sign or $2,000. And you're like, well, I thought, and then you all cut out your credit and start paying that money. Mm-hmm.
0: Folks,
1: this is not that kind of situation. Mm-hmm. We ain't asking you for a dime or nothing. Keep your checkbook at your house. But come take some knowledge that will benefit you, benefit your family, especially those of you that are Looking into getting into a business, even if you're not looking into getting into a business, those of you that work full-time jobs, understand this. It's time for you to understand what to do with your retirement plan at work. Right. If you remember, when you signed off your retirement plan at work, nobody sat down with you to show you how to put your money right.
2: And most of the people in HR don't even know. what They can't tell you what to do. They don't know.
1: Yeah, they don't know
2: no. no. They uh, don't know. They just know the forms that right. give you. That's, That's it. They give you a pocket mm-hmm. and pick one. You know. Mm-hmm.
1: So and most people do what they they talk to their neighbor, their coworker, say you know what did mm-hmm. you have and then they get told oh I put my money here and then you put money here. That's why people mm-hmm. have been in companies for ten, fifteen, twenty years and have mm-hmm. their money in a fixed cash account paying one percent mm-hmm. interest. They ain't no way you are gonna make money with that. And there's some coming. There's some people that they come and even match the money, and they don't contribute nothing. Mm-hmm. Folks, pick mm-hmm. up my book and learn, and come to the the seminar and learn.
2: Mm-hmm. You can mm-hmm. never
1: go wrong learning. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, you have heard it. This has just been a phenomenal show. We're talking here today on Wealthy Sisters Radio on our special, Dr. Martin Luther King. Show and we're talking about creating economic equality, the new civil rights movement. Um, our special guest today was Mr. Douglas Aze, and um, as I said, if you don't know who he is, you have the opportunity to come to the winners summit. You can go to the winners dot com. The winners summit. That's not the season like winter, but a champion, as in winner. The winners summit com Get registered. It's Saturday, March 29th. Um It's at the Courtyard by Marriott right there in Tyson's Corner. They have awesome, awesome rates. Tyson's Corner is an exclusive area. Isn't it right, Douglas? Oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> it
2: is all the name shops that you think about are right there. The malls, uh, I mean, just a great location. And they're giving a rate of $79 for the hotel night for us, yes you know, for for people that are coming in from out of town, you want to stay there one night, come on down. We've got some rooms reserved for you. Just need to go ahead and get registered for that. And, you know, I just want to say thank you so much, Douglas, for joining us here on this special show today. Encourage everybody to go to your website, creatinggenerationalwealth.info, dot info right now, get that book, get it for others, and share it. You know, we just want to just say, continue, God. Speed to you, my brother. Thank you so much for being such an open vessel. And when I tell you he's a philanthropist, I am telling you he really is. He has a huge heart. He's always giving, always sharing, not just of words, but just, I mean, just just an awesome person. And new baby here, new wife, just just a blessing. Bless, blessing. So thank you so much for setting the example, and uh, you just continue to keep doing what you're doing, brother.
1: Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate you so much, you know, and um, all I'm doing is just letting God just bless me more. And that's all, you know, I don't do what I do to get a thank you from anyone. I just do it for God. The more I help, the more people I help, the more God is going to keep blessing me. So I'm good. I'm taking good care of, so I don't worry about nothing. You know, life is good. And we're going to keep growing and, you know, and the folks that want to do better, just keep plugging in easy now. Make your mm-hmm. money in easy. But you know what? Mm-hmm. You've got to be focused 100%. Mm-hmm. You no know, 20% mm-hmm. or 50%, 100% focused, turn our vision and mm-hmm. win. Because we mm-hmm. can do it. And you mm-hmm. can do it too.
2: hmm. Absolutely. Absolute. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Mr. Douglas A.J. And um, as I said, we will speak with you, see you very soon in March. And, Mark, and uh, again, congratulations to you on everything and, and blessings as well. Thanks.
1: Thank you, Deborah.
0: This has been another episode of Wealthy Sisters Radio. Thank you for joining us. Stay tuned for another positively impacting show next week. Follow us on Twitter and Facebook at Wealthy Sisters and on the web at WealthySistersRadio.com. The opinions of our guests do not necessarily reflect the opinions of our hosts, staff, or partners of our Wealthy Sisters Radio.